Section 7 of The Douay Reims New Testament. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 7. Luke chapter 10. Christ sends forth and instructs his seventy-two disciples, the Good Samaritan. And after these things the Lord appointed also other seventy-two, and he sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself was to come. And he said to them, The harvest indeed is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he send laborers into his harvest. Go, behold, I send you as lambs among wolves. Carry neither purse nor scrip nor shoes, and salute no man by the way. Into whatever house you enter first, say, Peace be to this house. And if the Son of Peace be there, your peace shall rest upon him. But if not, it shall return to you. And in the same house remain, eating and drinking such things as they have. For the laborer is worthy of his hire. Remove not from house to house. And into what city soever you enter, and they receive you, eat such things as they set before you, and heal the sick that are therein, and say to them, The kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. But into whatsoever city you enter, and they receive you not, going forth into the streets thereof, say, Even the dust of your city that cleaveth to us we wipe off against you. Yet know this, that the kingdom of God is at hand. I say to you, it shall be more tolerable at that day for Sodom than for that city. Woe to thee, Corozane! Woe to thee, Bethsaida! For if in Tyre and Sidon had been wrought the mighty works that have been wrought in you, they would have done penance long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the judgment than for you. And thou, Capharnaum, which art exalted unto heaven, thou shalt be thrust down to hell. He that heareth you heareth me, and he that despiseth you despiseth me, and he that despiseth me despiseth him that sent me. And the seventy-two returned with joy, saying, Lord, the devils also are subject to us in thy name. And he said to them, I saw Satan like lightning falling from heaven. Behold, I have given you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions, and upon all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. But yet rejoice not in this, that spirits are subject unto you, but rejoice in this, that your names are written in heaven. In that same hour he rejoiced in the Holy Ghost, and said, I confess to thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because thou hast hidden these things from the wise and prudent, and hast revealed them to little ones. Yea, Father, for so it hath seemed good in thy sight. Footnote. He rejoiced in the Holy Ghost, that is, according to his humanity he rejoiced in the Holy Ghost, and gave thanks to his eternal Father. And a footnote. All things are delivered to me by my Father, 
and no one knoweth who the Son is but the Father, and who the Father is but the Son, and to whom the Son will reveal him. And turning to his disciples, he said, Blessed are the eyes that see the things which you see. For I say to you that many prophets and kings have desired to see the things that you see and have not seen them, and to hear the things that you hear and have not heard them. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up, tempting him, and saying, Master, what must I do to possess eternal life? But he said to him, What is written in the law? How readest thou? He answering said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with thy whole heart, and with thy whole soul, and with all thy strength, and with all thy mind, and thy neighbor as thyself. And he said to him, Thou hast answered right, this do, and thou shalt live. But he, willing to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? And Jesus answering said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and fell among robbers, who also stripped him, and having wounded him, went away, leaving him half dead. And it chanced that a certain priest went down the same way, and seeing him, passed by. In like manner also a Levite, when he was near the place, and saw him, passed by. But a certain Samaritan, being on his journey, came near him and seeing him was moved with compassion, and going up to him bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and setting him upon his own beast, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. And the next day he took out two pence, and gave to the host, and said, Take care of him, and whatsoever thou shalt spend over and above, I, at my return, will repay thee. Which of these three? in thy opinion, was neighbor to him that fell among the robbers. But he said, He that showed mercy to him. And Jesus said to him, Go, and do thou in like manner. Now it came to pass, as they went, that he entered into a certain town, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who, sitting also at the Lord's feet, heard his word. But Martha was busy with much serving, who stood and said, Lord, hast thou no care that my sister hath left me alone to serve? Speak to her, therefore, that she help me. And the Lord answering said to her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and art troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary hath chosen the best part which shall be not taken away from her. Luke chapter 11 Christ teaches his disciples to pray. He casts out a dumb devil, confutes the Pharisees, and pronounces woes against them for their hypocrisy. And it came to pass that as he was in a certain place praying, when he ceased, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John also taught his disciples. And he said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we also every one that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation. 
And he said to them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go to him at midnight, and shall say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves? Because a friend of mine is come off his journey to me, and I have not what to set before him. And he from within should answer and say, Trouble me not. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give thee. Yet if he shall continue knocking, I say to you, although he will not rise and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity, he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. And I say to you, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened to you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. And which of you, if he ask his father bread, will he give him a stone, or a fish, will he for a fish give him a serpent? Or if he shall ask an egg, will he reach him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father from heaven give the good spirit to them that ask him? And he was casting out a devil, and the same was dumb. And when he had cast out the devil, the dumb spoke, and the multitudes were in admiration at it. And some of them said, He casteth out devils by Beelzebub, the prince of devils. And others, tempting, asked of him a sign from heaven. But he, seeing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself shall be brought to desolation, and house upon house shall fall. And if Satan also be divided against himself, how shall his kingdom stand? Because you say that through Beelzebub I cast out devils. Now if I cast out devils by Beelzebub, by whom do your children cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if I by the finger of God cast out devils, doubtless the kingdom of God is come upon you. When a strong man, armed, keepeth his court, those things are in peace which he possesseth. But if a stronger than he come upon him and overcome him, he will take away all his armor, wherein he trusted, and will distribute his spoils. He that is not with me is against me, and he that gathereth not with me scattereth. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through places without water, seeking rest, and not finding, he saith, I will return into my house whence I came out. And when he is come, he findeth it swept and garnished. Then he goeth and taketh with him seven other spirits more wicked than himself, and entering in they dwell there and the last state of that man becomes worse than the first. And it came to pass, as he spoke these things, a certain woman from the crowd, lifting up her voice, said to him, Blessed is the womb that bore thee, and the paps that gave thee suck. And he said, Yea, rather, blessed are they who hear the word of God, and keep it. And the multitudes running together, he began to say, 
This generation is a wicked generation. It asketh a sign, and a sign shall not be given it, but the sign of Jonas the prophet. For as Jonas was a sign to the Ninevites, so shall the Son of Man also be to this generation. The Queen of the South shall rise in the judgment with the men of this generation, and shall condemn them, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and behold, more than Solomon here. The men of Nineveh shall rise in the judgment with this generation, and shall condemn it because they did penance at the preaching of Jonas, and behold more than Jonas here. No man lighteth a candle, and putteth it in a hidden place, nor under a bushel, but upon a candlestick, that they that come in may see the light. The light of thy body is thy eye. If thy eye be single, thy whole body will be lightsome. But if it be evil, thy body also will be darksome. Take heed, therefore, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If then thy whole body be lightsome, having no part of darkness, the whole shall be lightsome, and as a bright lamp shall enlighten thee. And as he was speaking, a certain Pharisee prayed him that he would dine with him and he going in sat down to eat and the pharisee began to say thinking within himself why he was not washed before dinner and the lord said to him now you pharisees make clean the outside of the cup and of the platter but your inside is full of rapine and iniquity ye fools did not he that made that which is without make also that which is within but yet that which remaineth give alms, and behold, all things are clean unto you. But woe to you, Pharisees, because you tithe mint and rue and every herb and pass over judgment and the charity of God. Now these things you ought to have done and not to leave the other undone. Woe to you, Pharisees, because you love the uppermost seats in the synagogues and salutations in the marketplace. Woe to you, because you are as sepulchres that appear not, and men that walk over you are not aware. And one of the lawyers answering saith to him, Master, in saying these things thou reproachest us also. But he said, Woe to you, lawyers, also because you load men with burdens which they cannot bear, and you yourselves touch not the packs with one of your fingers. Footnote. Woe to you, lawyers. He speaks of the doctors of the law of Moses, commonly called the scribes. End of footnote. Woe to you who build the monuments of the prophets, and your fathers killed them. Footnote. Woe to you who build, etc., not that the building of the monuments of the prophets was in itself blameworthy, but only the intention of these unhappy men, who made use of this outward show of religion and piety as a means to carry on their wicked designs against the prince of prophets. End of footnote. Truly you bear witness that you consent to the doings of your fathers, for they indeed killed them and you build their sepulchres. 
for this cause also the wisdom of god said i will send to them prophets and apostles and some of them they will kill and persecute that the blood of all the prophets which was shed from the foundation of the world may be required of this generation from the blood of abel until the blood of zacharias who was slain between the altar and the temple yea i say to you it shall be required of this generation woe to you lawyers for you have taken away the key of knowledge you yourselves have not entered in and those that are entering in you have hindered and as he was saying these things to them the pharisees and lawyers began violently to urge him and to oppress his mouth about many things lying in wait for him and seeking to catch something from his mouth that they might accuse him luke chapter twelve christ warns us against hypocrisy the fear of the world and covetousness he admonishes all to watch and when great multitudes stood about him so that they trod one upon another he began to say to his disciples beware ye of the leaven of the pharisees which is hypocrisy for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed nor hidden that shall not be known for whatsoever things you have spoken in darkness shall be published in the light and that which you have spoken in the ear in the chambers shall be preached on the housetops and i say to you my friends be not afraid of them who kill the body and after that have no more that they can do but i will show you whom you shall fear fear ye him who after he hath killed hath power to cast into hell yea i say to you fear him are not five sparrows sold for two farthings and not one of them is forgotten before god yea the very hairs of your head are all numbered fear not therefore you are of more value than many sparrows and i say to you whosoever shall confess me before men him shall the son of man also confess before the angels of god but he that shall deny me before men shall be denied before the angels of god and whosoever speaketh a word against the son of man it shall be forgiven him but to him that shall blaspheme against the holy ghost it shall not be forgiven and when they shall bring you into the synagogues and to magistrates and powers be not solicitous how or what you shall answer or what you shall say for the holy ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you must say and one of the multitude said to him master speak to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me but he said to him man who hath appointed me judge or divider over you and he said to them take heed and beware of all covetousness for a man's life doth not consist in the abundance of things which he possesseth and he spoke a similitude to them saying the land of a certain rich man brought forth plenty of fruits and he thought within himself saying what shall i do because i have no room where to bestow my fruits 
and he said this will i do i will pull down my barns and will build greater and into them will i gather all things that are grown to me and my goods and i will say to my soul soul thou hast much goods laid up for many years take thy rest eat drink make good cheer and god said to him thou fool this night do they require thy soul of thee and whose shall those things be which thou hast provided so is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich towards god and he said to his disciples therefore i say to you be not solicitous for your life what you shall eat nor for your body what you shall put on the life is more than the meat and the body is more than the raiment consider the ravens for they sow not neither do they reap neither have they storehouse nor barn and god feedeth them how much are you more valuable than they and which of you by taking thought can add to his stature one cubit if then ye be not able to do so much as the least thing why are you solicitous for the rest consider the lilies how they grow they labor not neither do they spin but i say to you not even solomon in all his glory was clothed like one of these now if god clothe in this manner the grass that is to-day in the field and to-morrow is cast into the oven how much more you o ye of little faith and seek not what you shall eat or what you shall drink and be not lifted up on high for all these things do the nations of the world seek but your father knoweth that you have need of these things but seek ye first the kingdom of god and his justice and all these things shall be added unto you fear not little flock for it hath pleased your father to give you a kingdom sell what you possess and give alms make to yourselves bags which grow not old a treasure in heaven which faileth not where no thief approacheth nor moth corrupteth for where your treasure is there will your heart be also let your loins be girt and lamps burning in your hands and you yourselves like to men who wait for their lord when he shall return from the wedding that when he cometh and knocketh they may open to him immediately blessed are those servants whom the lord when he cometh shall find watching amen i say to you that he will gird himself and make them sit down to meet and passing will minister unto them and if he shall come in the second watch or come in the third watch and find them so blessed are those servants but this know ye that if the householder did know at what hour the thief would come he would surely watch and would not suffer his house to be broken open be you then also ready for at what hour you think not the son of man will come and peter said to him lord dost thou speak this parable to us or likewise to all and the lord said who thinkest thou is the faithful and wise steward 
whom his lord setteth over his family to give them their measure of wheat in due season blessed is that servant whom when his lord shall come he shall find so doing verily i say to you he will set him over all that he possesseth but if that servant shall say in his heart my lord is long in coming and shall begin to strike the men-servants and maid-servants and to eat and drink and to be drunk the lord of that servant will come the day that he hopeth not and that the hour that he knoweth not and shall separate him and shall appoint him his portion with unbelievers and that servant who knew the will of his lord and prepared not himself and did not according to his will shall be beaten with many stripes but he that knew not and did things worthy of stripes shall be beaten with few stripes and unto whomsoever much is given of him much shall be required and to whom they have committed much of him they will demand the more i am come to cast fire on the earth and what will i but that it be kindled and i have a baptism wherewith i am to be baptized and how am i straitened until it be accomplished think ye that i come to give peace on earth i tell you no but separation for there shall be from henceforth five in one house divided three against two and two against three the father shall be divided against the son and the son against his father the mother against the daughter and the daughter against her mother the mother-in-law against the daughter-in-law and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and he said also to the multitudes when you see a cloud rising from the west presently you say a shower is coming and so it happeneth and when ye see the south wind blow you say there will be heat and it cometh to pass you hypocrites you know how to discern the face of the heaven and of the earth but how is it that you do not discern this time and why even of yourselves do you not judge that which is just and when thou goest with thy adversary to the prince whilst thou art in the way endeavour to be delivered from him lest perhaps he draw thee to the judge and the judge deliver thee to the exactor and the exactor cast thee into prison i say to thee thou shalt not go out thence until you pay the very last mite luke chapter thirteen the necessity of penance the barren fig tree the cure of the infirm woman the journey to jerusalem and there were present at that very time some that told him of the galileans whose blood pilate had mingled with their sacrifices and he answering said to them think you that these galileans were sinners above all the men of galilee because they suffered such things no i say to you but unless you shall do penance you shall all likewise perish or those eighteen upon whom the tower fell in Siloway and slew them think you that they also were debtors above all the men that dwelt in jerusalem no i say to you 
but except you do penance you shall all likewise perish he spoke also this parable a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came seeking fruit on it and found none and he said to the dresser of the vineyard behold for these three years i come seeking fruit on this fig tree and i find none cut it down therefore why cumbereth it the ground but he answering said to him lord let it alone this year also until i dig about it and dung it and if happily it bear fruit but if not then after that thou shalt cut it down and he was teaching in their synagogue on their sabbath and behold there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity eighteen years and she was bowed together neither could she look upwards at all whom when jesus saw he called her unto him and said to her woman thou art delivered from thy infirmity and he laid his hands upon her and immediately she was made straight and glorified god and the ruler of the synagogue being angry that jesus had healed on the sabbath answering said to the multitude six days there are wherein you ought to work in them therefore come and be healed and not on the sabbath day and the lord answering him said ye hypocrites doth not every one of you on the sabbath day loose his ox or his ass from the manger and lead them to water and ought not this daughter of abraham whom satan hath bound lo these eighteen years be loosed from this bond on the sabbath day and when he said these things all his adversaries were ashamed and all the people rejoiced for all the things that were gloriously done by him and he said therefore to what is the kingdom of god like and whereunto shall i resemble it it is like to a grain of mustard seed which a man took and cast into his garden and it grew and became a great tree and the birds of the air lodged in the branches thereof and again he said whereunto shall i esteem the kingdom of god to be like it is like to leaven which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened and he went through the cities and towns teaching and making his journey to jerusalem and a certain man said to him lord are they few that are saved but he said to them strive to enter by the narrow gate for many i say to you shall seek to enter and shall not be able footnote shall seek etc shall desire to be saved but for want of taking sufficient pains and being thoroughly in earnest shall not attain to it End of footnote. but when the master of the house shall be gone in and shall shut the door you shall begin to stand without and knock at the door saying lord open to us and he answering shall say to you i know you not whence you are then you shall begin to say we have eaten and drunk in thy presence and thou hast taught in our streets and he shall say to you i know you not whence you are depart from me all ye workers of iniquity 
there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you shall see abraham and isaac and jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of god and you yourselves thrust out and there shall come from the east and the west and the north and the south and shall sit down in the kingdom of god and behold they are last that shall be first and they are first that shall be last the same day there came some of the pharisees saying to him depart and get thee hence for herod hath a mind to kill thee and he said to them go and tell that fox behold i cast out devils and do cures to-day and to-morrow and the third day i am consummated nevertheless i must walk to-day and to-morrow and the day following because it cannot be that a prophet perish out of jerusalem 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 that killest the prophets and stonest them that are sent to thee how often would i have gathered thy children as the bird doth her brood under her wings and thou wouldst not behold your house shall be left to you desolate and i say to you that you shall not see me till the time come when you shall say blessed is he that cometh in the name of the lord luke chapter fourteen christ heals the dropsical man the parable of the supper the necessity of renouncing all to follow christ and it came to pass when jesus went into the house of one of the pharisees on the sabbath day that they watched him and behold there was a certain man before him that had the dropsy and jesus answering spoke to the lawyers and pharisees saying is it lawful to heal on the sabbath day but they held their peace but he taking him healed him and sent him away and answering them he said which of you shall have an ass or an ox fall into a pit and will not immediately draw him out on the sabbath day and they could not answer him to these things and he spoke a parable also to them that were invited marking how they chose the first seats at the table saying to them when thou art invited to a wedding sit not down in the first place lest perhaps one more honourable than thou be invited by him and he that invited thee and him come and say to thee give this man place and then thou begin with shame to take the lowest place but when thou art invited go sit down in the lowest place that when he who invited thee cometh he may say to thee friend go up higher then shalt thou have glory before them that sit at table with thee because every one that exalteth himself shall be humbled and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted and he said to him also that had invited him when thou makest a dinner or a supper call not thy friends nor thy brethren nor thy kinsmen nor thy neighbours who are rich lest perhaps they also invite thee again and a recompense be made to thee but when thou makest a feast call the poor the maimed the lame and the blind 
and thou shalt be blessed because they have not wherewith to make thee recompense for recompense shall be made thee at the resurrection of the just when one of them that sat at table with him had heard these things he said to him blessed is he that shall eat bread in the kingdom of god but he said to him a certain man made a great supper and invited many and he sent his servant at the hour of supper to say to them that were invited that they should come for now all things are ready and they began all at once to make excuse the first said to him i have bought a farm and i must needs go out and see it i pray thee hold me excused and another said i have bought five yoke of oxen and i go to try them i pray thee hold me excused and another said i have married a wife and therefore i cannot come and the servant returning told these things to his lord then the master of the house being angry said to his servant go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor and the feeble and the blind and the lame and the servant said lord it is done as thou hast commanded and yet there is room and the lord said to the servant go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled but i say unto you that none of those men that were invited shall taste of my supper and there went great multitudes with him and turning he said to them if any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters yea and his own life also he cannot be my disciple footnote hate not etc the law of christ does not allow us to hate even our enemies much less our parents but the meaning of the text is that we must be in that disposition of soul as to be willing to renounce and part with everything how near or dear soever it may be to us that would keep us from following christ End of footnote. and whosoever doth not carry his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple for which of you having a mind to build a tower doth not first sit down and reckon the charges that are necessary whether he have wherewithal to finish it lest after he hath laid the foundation and is not able to finish it all that see it begin to mock him saying this man began to build and was not able to finish what king about to make war against another king doth not first sit down and think whether he be able with ten thousand to meet him that with twenty thousand cometh against him or else while the other is yet afar off sending an embassy he desireth conditions of peace so likewise every one of you that doth not renounce all that he possesseth cannot be my disciple salt is good but if the salt shall lose its savour wherewith shall it be seasoned it is neither profitable for the land nor for the dunghill but shall be cast out he that hath ears to hear let him hear luke chapter fifteen 
the parables of the lost sheep and of the prodigal son now the publicans and sinners drew near unto him to hear him and the pharisees and the scribes murmured saying this man receiveth sinners and eateth with them and he spoke to them this parable saying what man of you that hath an hundred sheep and if he shall lose one of them doth he not leave the ninety-nine in the desert and go after that which was lost until he find it and when he hath found it lay it upon his shoulders rejoicing and coming home calleth together his friends and neighbours saying to them rejoice with me because i have found my sheep that was lost i say to you that even so there shall be joy in heaven upon one sinner that doth penance more than upon ninety-nine just who need not penance or what woman having ten groats if she lose one groat doth not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently until she find it and when she hath found it call together her friends and neighbours saying rejoice with me because i have found the groat that i had lost so i say to you there shall be joy before the angels of god upon one sinner doing penance footnote before the angels by this it is plain that the spirits in heaven have a concern for us below and a joy at our repentance and consequently a knowledge of it and a footnote and he said a certain man had two sons and the younger of them said to his father father give me the portion of substance that falleth to me and he divided unto them his substance and not many days after the younger son gathering all together went abroad into a far country and there wasted his substance living riotously and after he had spent all there came a mighty famine in that country and he began to be in want and he went and cleaved to one of the citizens of that country and he sent him into his farm to feed swine and he would fain have filled his belly with the husks the swine did eat and no man gave unto him and returning to himself he said how many hired servants in my father's house abound with bread and i here perish with hunger i will arise and will go to my father and say to him father i have sinned against heaven and before thee i am not worthy to be called thy son make me as one of thy hired servants and rising up he came to his father and when he was yet a great way off his father saw him and was moved with compassion and running to him fell upon his neck and kissed him and the son said to him father i have sinned against heaven and before thee i am not now worthy to be called thy son and the father said to his servants bring forth quickly the first robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and make merry because this my son was dead and is come to life again was lost and is found and they began to be merry 
Now his elder son was in the field, and when he came and drew nigh to the house he heard music and dancing, and he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Thy brother is come, and thy father hath killed the fatted calf, because he hath received him safe. And he was angry, and would not go in. His father therefore coming out began to entreat him, and he answering said to his father, Behold, for so many years do I serve thee, and I have never transgressed thy commandment, and yet thou hast never give me a kid to make merry with my friends. But as soon as this thy son is come, who hath devoured his substance with harlots, thou hast killed for him the fatted calf. But he said to him, Son, thou art always with me, and all I have is thine. But it was fit that we should make merry and be glad, for this thy brother was dead, and is come to life again. He was lost, and is found. Luke chapter 16 The parable of the unjust steward, and of the rich man, and Lazarus. And he said also to his disciples, There was a certain rich man who had a steward, and the same was accused unto him that he had wasted his goods. And he called him, and said to him, How is it that I hear this of thee? Give an account of thy stewardship, for now thou canst be steward no longer. And the steward said within himself, What shall I do, because my lord taketh away from me the stewardship? To dig I am not able, to beg I am ashamed. I know what I will do, that when I shall be removed from the stewardship, they may receive me into their houses. Therefore, calling together every one of his lord's debtors, he said to the first, How much dost thou owe my lord? But he said, An hundred barrels of oil. And he said to him, Take thy bill, and sit down quickly, and write fifty. Then he said to another, And how much dost thou owe? Who said, An hundred quarters of wheat. And he said to him, Take thy bill, and write eighty. And the Lord commended the unjust steward, for as much as he had done wisely, for the children of this world are wiser in their generation than the children of light. And I say to you, Make unto you friends of the mammon of iniquity, that when you shall fail they may receive you into everlasting dwellings. Footnote. Mammon of iniquity. Mammon signifies riches. They are here called the mammon of iniquity, because oftentimes ill-gotten, ill-bestowed, or an occasion of evil, and at the best are but worldly and false, and not the true riches of a Christian. They may receive, by this we see that the poor servants of God, whom we have relieved by our alms, may hereafter by their intercession bring our souls to heaven. End of footnote. He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in that which is greater. And he that is unjust in that which is little is unjust also in that which is greater. If then you have not been faithful in the unjust mammon, 
who will trust you with that which is the true and if you have not been faithful in that which is another's who will give you that which is your own no servant can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or he will hold to the one and despise the other you cannot serve god and mammon now the pharisees who were covetous heard all these things and they derided him and he said to them you are they who justify yourselves before men but god knoweth your hearts for that which is high to men is an abomination before god the law and the prophets were until john from that time the kingdom of god is preached and every one useth violence towards it and it is easier for heaven and earth to pass than than one tittle of the law to fall every one that putteth away his wife and marrieth another committeth adultery and he that marrieth her that is put away from her husband committeth adultery there was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and feasted sumptuously every day and there was a certain beggar named lazarus who lay at his gate full of sores desiring to be filled with the crumbs that fell from the rich man's table and no one did give him moreover the dogs came and licked his sores and it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into abraham's bosom and the rich man also died and he was buried in hell footnote abraham's bosom the place of rest where the souls of the saints resided till christ had opened heaven by his death and a footnote and lifting up his eyes when he was in torments he saw abraham afar off and lazarus in his bosom and he cried and said father abraham have mercy on me and send lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water to cool my tongue for i am tormented in this flame and abraham said to him son remember that thou didst receive good things in thy lifetime and likewise lazarus evil things but now he is comforted and thou art tormented and besides all this between us and you there is fixed a great chaos so that they who would pass from hence to you cannot nor from thence come hither and he said then father i beseech thee that thou wouldst send him to my father's house for i have five brethren that he may testify unto them lest they also come into this place of torments and abraham said to him they have moses and the prophets let them hear them but he said no father abraham but if one went to them from the dead they will do penance and he said to them if they hear not moses and the prophets neither will they believe if one rise again from the dead luke chapter seventeen lessons of avoiding scandal and of the efficacy of faith the ten lepers the manner of the coming of christ and he said to his disciples it is impossible that scandals should not come but woe to him through whom they come 
it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and he cast into the sea than that he should scandalize one of these little ones take heed to yourself if thy brother sin against thee reprove him and if he do penance forgive him and if he sin against thee seven times in a day and seven times in a day be converted unto thee saying i repent forgive him and the apostles said to the lord increase our faith and the lord said if you had faith like to a grain of mustard seed you might say to this mulberry tree be thou rooted up and be thou transplanted into the sea and it would obey you but which of you having a servant ploughing or feeding cattle will say to him when he is come from the field immediately go sit down to meet and will not rather say to him make ready my supper and gird thyself and serve me whilst i eat and drink and afterwards thou shalt eat and drink doth he thank that servant for doing the things which he commanded him i think not so you also when you shall have done all these things that are commanded you say we are unprofitable servants we have done that which we ought to do footnote unprofitable servants because our service is of no profit to our master and he justly claims it as our bounden duty but though we are unprofitable to him our serving him is not unprofitable to us for he is pleased to give by his grace a value to our good works which in consequence of his promise entitles them to an, an eternal reward and a footnote and it came to pass as he was going to jerusalem he passed through the midst of samaria and galilee and as he entered into a certain town there met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar off and lifted up their voice saying jesus master have mercy on us whom when he saw he said go show yourselves to the priests and it came to pass as they went they were made clean and one of them when he saw that he was made clean went back with a loud voice glorifying god and he fell on his face before his feet giving thanks and this was a samaritan and jesus answering said were not ten made clean and where are the nine there is no one found to return and give glory to god but this stranger and he said to him arise go thy way for thy faith hath made thee whole and being asked by the pharisees when the kingdom of god should come he answering them and said the kingdom of god cometh not with observation neither shall they say behold here or behold there for lo the kingdom of god is within you and he said to his disciples the days will come when you shall desire to see one day of the son of man and you shall not see it and they will say to you see here and see there go ye not after nor follow them for as the lightning that lighteneth from under heaven shineth unto the parts that are under heaven 
so shall the son of man be in his day but first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation and as it came to pass in the days of noah so shall it be also in the days of the son of man they did eat and drink they married wives and were given in marriage until one day that noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all likewise as it came to pass in the days of lot they did eat and drink and they bought and sold they planted and built and in the day that lot went out of sodom it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all even thus shall it be in the day when the son of man shall be revealed in that hour he that shall be on the housetop and his goods in the house let him not go down to take them away and he that shall be in the field in like manner let him not return back remember lot's wife whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it and whosoever shall lose it shall preserve it i say to you in that night there shall be two men in one bed the one shall be taken and the other shall be left two women shall be grinding together the one shall be taken and the other shall be left two men shall be in the field the one shall be taken and the other shall be left they answering say to him where lord who said to them wheresoever the body shall be thither will the eagles also be gathered together luke chapter eighteen we must pray always the pharisee and the publican the danger of riches the blind man is restored to sight and he spoke also a parable to them that we ought always to pray and not to faint saying there was a judge in a certain city who feared not god nor regarded man and there was a certain widow in that city and she came to him saying avenge me of my adversary footnote avenge that is do me justice it is a hebraism End of footnote. and he would not for a long time but afterward he said within himself although i fear not god nor regard man yet because this widow is troublesome to me i will avenge her lest continually coming she weary me and the lord said hear what the unjust judge saith and will not god revenge his elect who cry to him day and night and will he have patience in their regard i say to you that he will quickly revenge them but yet the son of man when he cometh shall he find think you faith on earth and to some who trusted in themselves as just and despised others he spoke also this parable two men went up into the temple to pray the one a pharisee and the other a publican and the pharisee standing prayed thus with himself o god i give thee thanks that i am not as the rest of men extortioners unjust adulterers as also is this publican i fast twice in a week i give tithes of all that i possess and the publican standing afar off would not so much as lift up his eyes towards heaven 
but struck his breast, saying, O God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I say to you, this man went down into his house justified rather than the other, because every one that exalteth himself shall be humbled, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. And they brought unto him also infants, that he might touch them, which when the disciples saw, they rebuked them. But Jesus, calling them together, said, Suffer children to come to me, and forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of God. Amen, I say to you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God as a child shall not enter into it. And a certain ruler asked him, saying, Good master, what shall I do to possess everlasting life? And Jesus said to him, Why dost thou call me good? None is good but God alone. Thou knowest the commandments, Thou shalt not kill, Thou shalt not commit adultery, Thou shalt not steal, Thou shalt not bear false witness, Honor thy father and mother, Who said, All these things have I kept from my youth, Which when Jesus had heard, he said to him, Yet one thing is wanting to thee, Sell all whatever thou hast, and give to the poor, And thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. He, having heard these things, became sorrowful, for he was very rich. And Jesus, seeing him become sorrowful, said, How hardly shall they that have riches enter into the kingdom of God? For it is easier for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God. And they that heard it said, Who then can be saved? He said to them, The things that are impossible with men are possible with God. Then Peter said, Behold, we have left all things and have followed thee. Who said to them, Amen, I say to you, There is no man that hath left home or parents or brethren or wife or children for the kingdom of God's sake who shall not receive much more in this present time and in the world to come life everlasting. Then Jesus took unto him the twelve, and said to them, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and all things shall be accomplished which were written by the prophets concerning the Son of Man. For he shall be delivered to the Gentiles, and shall be mocked and scourged and spit upon and after they have scourged him, they will put him to death, and the third day he shall rise again. And they understood none of these things, and this word was hid from them, and they understood not the things that were said. Now it came to pass, when he drew nigh to Jericho, that a certain blind man sat by the wayside begging, and when he heard the multitude passing by, he asked what this meant. And they told him that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. And he cried out, saying, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And they that went before him rebuked him that he should hold his peace. But he cried out much more, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus, standing, commanded him to be brought unto him. And when he was come near, he asked him, saying, what wilt thou that I do to thee? But he said, Lord, that I may see. And Jesus said to him, 
receive thy sight thy faith hath made thee whole and immediately he saw and followed him glorifying god and all the people when they saw it gave praise to god end of section seven